your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Women experiencing menopause have reported a shortage and an interruption to the supply of HRT products over the past two years. Three out of the four available products, two patches and a gel, have been recently struggling with supply. Rebecca Barry from Lloyd's Pharmacy in Castle Troy and Dr Beatrice Neufeldt from the Personal Medical Clinic in Castle Troy join us now, as well as Sarah Beasley, who you will know uh, from AIM2, but she has her own personal experience with this as well. And you're all uh, very welcome. And uh, Sarah, uh, good morning to you. So tell us a little bit about when you first started taking HRT um, you know, products and how effective it was for you when you could get your hands on it. Hi, good, good morning, Joe. Good morning. Um, yes, it was two years ago when with discussions with my doctor they felt due with my health issues that I really should go on HRT. Now I had been complaining of hot flushes, restless legs for about 10 years and I thought that I could go through it naturally, but it started to affect my mental health. My hair was starting to fall out. Um, I just felt very unwell. So I originally went on patches, just little skin patches, but I felt these weren't really being suitable for me, my lifestyle, because of the amount of medication I'm on for an autoimmune disease. So my doctor said, look, there's another a solution and it's basically an oral um, tablet and a gel. So this was fine and every month I'd go down to the chemist and then in the past few recent months... Well, just before we get to that, so how effective was it when you were using it? Oh, it was a life changer, an absolute life changer. I mean, the hot flushes are quite embarrassing during the day. Um, in the evening, if you're sitting at home, it's not so bad. And uh, and with that becomes the sweats, and it just rolls down your face. So if you're out in public, um, it's quite embarrassing, to be honest, mm. Joe. So. And, and can sudden mood swings be part of it? Oh, m- massively massively you could just literally be talking to somebody and the tears just roll down your face or something that would never bother you would tip you over the edge yeah Uh, and uh, you then as you were saying started to discover that getting the hrt products became a challenge it was, and my chemist is absolutely amazing in Corbally, and she will go out of her way to go to other chemists to look for the products that I need. But I just felt that wasn't good enough. If people couldn't get to the chemist the next day um, j- just for anything, if they're elderly, because, I mean, HRT becomes a life product. Once you go on it in your early 50s, you can stay it on it till your 80s. So I, I didn't think it was good enough. You know, if I had a heart condition and there wasn't medication available, what would that do to my heart? Mm. So I feel it's exactly the same with HRT and controlling the moods. I mean, do you find, Sarah, that if you even go one day without it, it can have a negative impact? 
Well, I, I don't know whether it's in my mind or not, but I definitely, I definitely do. Right. Interesting. Uh, you, I think we're making the point as well that uh, the contrast between the north of Ireland and the south when it comes to this is stark. Exactly. I'm on a Facebook um, page with 34,000 women that are in the same position as me. Some of these women are suicidal. The mood swings are so that massive. And they have no issues of getting the products. Um, and yet we're experiencing the shortages here. And the health minister, because we put in a parliamentary question from AIM2, said that it is a widespread, worldwide issue. And yet in the north, they've even had Brexit, they haven't had this shortage. And they were saying it could be anything from raw materials or logistical or transport issues. But here it's, for me and for, you know, other aim to women, not good enough. And the thing is, you know, extraordinary things can happen. Someone can pop up on the Facebook page, oh, this pharmacy has the product right now. And, and it can cause people to drive 100 kilometres to yeah. where it is to, to get it. We, we had that with uh, when COVID was rife just after Christmas. And I know one pharmacy in Limerick, they were queuing up for the test. So you could actually do a home test for COVID. So that's what happens on social media. It's such a massive tool that someone will put up, I can't get my estrogen. And next thing, there's a swarm of people going to that chemist. Okay. Well, Sarah Beasley is talking to us from AIM2 and uh, Rebecca Barry from Lloyd's Pharmacy also with us. Hi, Rebecca. Good morning, Joe. So, well, first of all, what do you think of what Sarah's had to say? And secondly, what's going on here? So, first of all, no pharmacist wants to be swapping people onto different products once they've been established on a product and they're finding it good. And But unfortunately, we have found ourselves every day in the situation where um, we have a prescription which we can't fulfil and we need to find a solution for our patients and pharmacists, by their very nature, need to be very resourceful at um, trying to source medication. But this has been an ongoing issue with HRT for various different reasons, the biggest of which is a supply versus demand um, issue. That every time the manufacturers increase supply to the markets, the demand is also increasing. And while it's absolutely wonderful that ladies are in more and more numbers seeking help for menopausal symptoms, um, and the social media campaigns and um, regular media campaigns um, have really improved access to information for ladies. It has meant that there is an ever-increasing demand for HRT. And but but when, when, for example, it's pointed out there, as Sarah says, that the north of Ireland doesn't seem to have the same supply issues as the Republic. So I can't comment on that because I, I'm simply not in that jurisdiction. I don't know what the situation is there. I can only comment on our own um, area that we have had for at least two years now ongoing supply issues. And um, this this varies from being a problem with the supply of medical grade aluminium. And so that's used a lot in packaging to problems with supply of the base drug. Um, the Eastern in particular, there's been problems with supply of it. 
and um, there's a limited amount of manufacturers of the base drugs. So when um, one manufacturer comes under difficulty for supply, that can have a, a very wide-ranging effect for supply to the, the full market. But presumably, um, I mean, you get people coming into you, as Sarah's pointed out there, in some cases quite distressed about this. Absolutely, because menopause can cause very debilitating symptoms for patients. And we're always mindful when we're going out to discuss with patients um, availability of supply of their their product that they can often be very upset. They've had years of um, symptoms that have been really causing them huge problems in their life and suddenly we're telling them the product that has been, um, as Sarah said, a lifesaver is now unavailable. So part of the job of pharmacists is to arm people with enough information that they can make an informed decision as to the change that they need to make, that they are aware of how to use the product um, because each product can be used slightly differently and um, using it in the incorrect way can have huge effects on whether the product will be successful for it or not. Rebecca, is there any prospect of this pressure easing? Um, Yes. So Novartis, which is the supplier of the um, biggest uh, products in a patch version in Ireland, Estradas is the name, so it's simply the most widely prescribed product. They are saying that supply to the Irish market will be hugely eased from July onwards. So we should should see at least um, an easing of the pressure on that product. Um, and um, what alternatives, if any, exist to this suite of products to help people? Yeah, so there are options. Um, so the transdermal options are um, definitely the most widely prescribed now. They're the best tolerated and they have the best um, uh, profile of um, effectiveness. And um, they come in various different versions. So there's patch versions, gels, sprays, and um, sometimes it means swapping from one product to the next. So I know you've got your noises um, on the yeah, morning. Yeah, I'm just going so to come to her now. Dr. Neusel is, is um, brilliant at this. And she very um, helpfully has on her prescriptions the alternative products that she is happy for us as pharmacists to make the switch to if the um, original product is unavailable. Right. Uh, because this definitely causes delays for patients when we need to change from one product to another very often as pharmacists that necessitates a phone call to the doctor to approve that change. Yes. So that can cause time delays. Yes. Okay, well, um, Dr. Beatrice Neufeld from the Personal Medical Clinic in Castle Troy is also on the line. Um, How are you, Beatrice? Um, Good morning. I've been attentively listening. Yes, and and I mean, you're a pioneer really in this whole area, aren't you, in in Limerick and indeed even in Ireland, um, you have been focused on it for a long time. Yeah, so I, I I found an interest in aging and menopause when I was a young doctor, so over 30 years ago. And I very intensely seeked uh, conferences and international societies of endocrine studies that I connected with to educate myself. And the problem with menopausal prescriptions and treatments is that menopausal visit takes an hour or two, and it needs that time to find the individual suitable treatment for for that lady, you know, when I when Sarah so poignantly described her symptoms, it actually needs the doctor to say, okay, what works best here, and to do a proper health assessment because you you can't just prescribe um, hormone treatment of any kind 
as you might run risks with that. Or you might have a lady who in apostrophes doesn't qualify for a, a menopausal treatment. So uh, to figure out this individual treatment is important. And then when you have figured it out and you run into short supply of um, patches, or I should mention that we also often need to replace the male side of hormones, and we're often dealing with non-licensed products. And, you know, I, I heard uh, uh, Rebecca explaining the supply chain and the difficulty. And I, in my opinion, it has it's a, a political, uh, there's a political element in that. Go on, explain that to me now. What political element? So I think, because Ireland is, is a small market, okay, and the, the, it negotiates prices for different products. So the, currently the price for these uh, products we're talking about this morning is negotiated at a fairly low price. So when uh, the companies are thinking, okay, are we supplying so many million patches to Germany, France, England, and, and Ireland, um, well, Ireland is offering us not that much as uh, whatever Germany is offering us. So we get to the bottom of the scrum, you know. Right. Um, so its size matters. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. And, and what I was also going to point out, the, the problem we're having is, for instance, the transdermal uh, 17 beta estradiol, the body identical patches, uh, are also used in fertility medicine. As you might know, I do also fertility assessments and uh, treatments. And I use the transdermal patches to improve the lining uh, of the womb for girls that are trying to conceive. So we have two big groups of women who would like this patch uh, for, for different purposes. Right. Um, now, I suppose the other point, and, and this is a positive, um, and I'm sure you've seen this yourself, Beatrice, uh, an increasing awareness among women, yeah. perhaps not among wider society and men uh, on this whole topic, <laughs> but, but maybe getting there, but uh, among women of the options to uh, relieve some of the very difficult symptoms. Yes, and I, I must say it's not at all about symptom relief. That is the most, you know, Sarah was so good in pointing that out. That's the most poignant experience when you are really, really down in the dumps with mental health, physical health, and then you get your individualized hormone treatment and you feel like a million dollars again. You feel yourself again. And the, 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 the other aspect from my point of view is that you age healthier. You, you're preventing osteoporosis. You're preventing cardiovascular disease. You are enabling women to statistically have a longer life uh, uh, span, you know, life expectancy. There will be less fracture at 80 and 90 that lead to hospital admission and maybe pneumonia and death. So it has a huge impact on aging. And the modern hormone replacement should never be shorter. It is in view of a lifelong support. So if you if you then transfer that to a short supply, it just compounds the matter. Right. Um, and Sarah Beasley, um, two things. First of all, you know, how are you coping at the moment? Are you getting the product right now? And secondly, um, Rebecca's point that from July onwards, this situation should be somewhat eased? Yes. Um, on the PQ, they were saying that, um, that obviously the the government had realised that there was an issue. So happy days for me. I'm on uh, estrogel pump, which is gel just on my legs and uh, just popping a pill into my mouth. 
And I, yes, I've leveled out, and it is a life change. And I would, every female of my age group, I'm telling them, please, please think of home replacement therapy. Yeah. And can men be more supportive, Sarah, in general? Definitely. I think it's we need to discuss it more openly. I think people, men just think we're being moody, um, tearful, um, or very happy, and um, they have to gauge it right. So it's very difficult for a relationship that, you know, has been there 15, 20 years and the woman in the, in the relationship just change, changes completely and it's just a hormonal issue. Right. Well, listen, thank you very much, the three of you. That was uh, really enlightening. Appreciate your time um, and input this morning. That's Sarah Beasley um, telling her own story, but also from into Rebecca Barry from Lloyd's Pharmacy in Castle Troy and Dr. Beatrice Neufeld from the Personal Medical Clinic, also in Castle Troy. Much more to come. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.